Welcome to this podcast series from Hexagon Wealth. In this series, we will talk about all things wealth, worth and well-being. We will deep dive into each of these topics, know what they really mean and understand from our experts on how to live in abundance. Investment in securities market are subject to market risks. Read all the related documents carefully before investing. The securities quoted are for illustration only and are not recommendatory. Hello and welcome back to our podcast series All Things Wealth, Worth and Wellbeing. Today we have Shrikant Bhagwat, Managing Director at Hexagon Wealth and we will talk about well-being. So Shrikant, uh, when we were uh, having conversation about wealth, you helped us demystify what the dimensions of wealth. So as we normally do, can you help us define and let us know the dimensions and expand our brain uh, on on how do we need to look at well-being? Hi, hi everybody. So Kiran, this a habit of defining that you are getting me into very challenging because it makes me exercise my gray cells more than what i am used to doing but then uh, here goes and usual let me get a little into the context and the history of it the way our ancients looked at wealth uh, is a bit different from the way we look at wealth and uh, for them wealth was a combination of good health and well being together you know if you look at the etymology of the word it's well and hail and hearty you know health both together they merged into the word wealth today we look at wealth as very monetary i think we can take a clue from how our ancestors looked at wealth and get an idea see the well being a loaded word a very very loaded word and uh, i would dare say that uh, every language would have its own meanings for well being every culture would look at it in a very different manner and every country would be looking at it in a different manner i would broadly say that well being is a state of equilibrium with oneself where uh, you have what you want you are willing to share what you have and be in a state of happiness always if one looks at the kind of meanings that we assign to well being in india well being is a combination of many things it's it's a combination of material wealth having wealth and having those things which are beyond wealth like peace of mind and uh, ability to share and here i would probably say the factor of gratitude why is gratitude important when we are talking about well being when you're grateful for what you have and when you realize that you are not the only component of society you're not the only component of community and you're willing to share what you have it's also an expression of gratitude it's uh, realizing the relationships that one has built up over life uh, and that relationship starts with oneself that relationships are with your immediate family and friends and then the greater society which you do not know all of them but you know that there's a greater society there and you want to share with that society what you have that is also gratitude all this combined together forms a sense of well being okay when you're when you're sharing when you are content with what you have i think uh, in sanskrit you will find words like uh, shanti ananda and both are critical components of well being you're at peace with yourself you're at peace with your surroundings there's nothing more that you want to ask of the rest of the world that is an achievement this achievement please don't put it in a material form living in a one room house can still fetch you well being because you're content with what you have you're happy with what you have achieved already with that 
then you are in that state of equilibrium you can achieve that same state of equilibrium even if you're in a 10 room house don't get me wrong but if you're content with that that's it you can achieve that equilibrium and give from what you have so since we are talking about financial planning how do you relate the importance of financial planning to the well being let's go back to maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs i find that however you look at it whichever philosophy and culture you look at it comes down to this hierarchy of needs till one is satisfied with basic needs one cannot think beyond as our gurus have told us also don't go and preach philosophy to one who is hungry first give the person food correct satisfy the basic needs and then talk about the higher things of life till then they are not in any position to absorb what you're saying it's a waste of time so financial planning sets that base it exactly defines for you what do you need in your life to live your life you're setting that base you're setting that foundation you're setting the benchmarks we are not monks in a forest we are living in this real world we are all getting up in the morning going out to do things we are working we are earning for the living so there are a lot of things we are supposed to do but within this how do we find well being how do we find our worth it comes out of first finding what is the wealth you need so this reverse journey i'm coming from going from well being to worth i'm coming back to wealth okay so it is a critical component of well being so financial planning will tell you what do you need to live your life comfortably you need certain material possessions how much do you need when do you need and most important how do you get it if the path is shown that this is the road map to you achieving what you need just imagine the kind of calmness and feeling of security that comes over the person who has just undergone the exercise become stress free so that is the relationship between financial planning and achieving well being you need to be stress free so you touched upon that uh, maslow's theory can we fit the wealth worth well being in that absolutely and right at the bottom of the pyramid is wealth roti kapda makan wealth fetches you roti kapda makan and maybe the finer rotis finer finer kapda and finer <laughs> larger makan eventually right, right. but then yes those are the basic needs where does this drive start for well being we are at different uh, stages of our journey in the life a 20 year old will look at life differently than a 40 year old or a 50 year old as we grow obviously we move up for well being is it practical for let's say a 20 year old who is just starting the career to look at well being holistically and start the journey towards that this is uh, a very philosophical question actually why do i say philosophical because it requires questioning you're asking of yourself am i fine am i happy am i well questioning could happen anytime the trigger could be anything trigger could be something you've experienced some guru you've heard some uh, ceo who has been speaking about his life journey it could be anything yeah. it could happen when you are in school or college or career or it could even happen only after you retired from work you never know i've often thought about this i've asked this to more learned people some say the questioning is that timing one grace of god grace of the guru and a function of your past lives of the karma that you built up when do you start this questioning <laughs> if you do not start on this questioning you will not ask these you will not see the road you will not not go towards well being you will be mired in wealth in the lower aspects of wealth this is not formula driven and and you can't force that you cannot force it somebody who is not willing to see it cannot be made to see this it has to come from inside that critical question where am i heading the state of well being is so connected to your purpose in life okay yeah. we are getting deeper and deeper into these things when we speak of well being financial planning was easier to deal with you yeah, know <laughs>
but but everything has a goal right i mean as you said it might come at 40 60 i've seen people even if it 80 it's not come yet till at the bottom of the pyramid perhaps mm. counting the next uh, you know bundle that they get but but what you're saying is it's all there it's for one to realize it otherwise it, it can't be forced the the journey towards well-being is not a forced journey yeah but there are conditions that can create this okay, okay. and uh, these conditions can be forced one is uh, exposure to greater stimuli am i only cooped up in my home am i only cooped up in my office or am i connecting with more people the more you connect with more people the more you connect or more you experience other things greater the chance that this questioning will happen correct correct very interesting the security is one thing we've been speaking i think the more secured you are the more ability of the question questioning comes out correct yes because that stress is not there otherwise that component of security or securing yourself and your family is going to occupy all your mind space where is the space to think other things and i do not blame anybody for that self preservation is the first absolutely the survival and then rest of it wonderful you touched upon this material world how do you want our audience to look at well being when thinking about the next uh, iphone model or the next uh, uh, car that's going to come problem that we see recurring amongst people now imagine that you are running a race a 100 meter sprint you're all primed to do that 100 meter sprint you've practiced you've taken the right amount of nutrition you have a coach to tell you how to run that 100 meters and exercise for it gun goes pop and you start your sprint when you are at 90 meters you have covered 90 of the 100 the organizer of the race comes in and says i'm sorry i'm shifting the finishing line <laughs> and the line suddenly shifts to 150 meters you are at the peak of your performance at 95 meters suddenly it moves on and you have to bring up resources from somewhere and run the next few 60 meters when you reach that again the line shifts if this line keeps shifting eventually you're going to get so stressed out you're going to be demotivated you don't want to run any more because you think doesn't matter if i run more the finishing line just keeps shifting and you're going to fall exhausted to the ground and give up on life this is what we are doing every day when we saying i want another beautiful car i want the faster car i want the phone with the faster processor i want the phone with more lenses in it i want something with has more glitz and glamour to it you bought one phone but the moment you bought it you yourself are shifting your line nobody else is doing it to you i've got a beautiful phone and i am saying i want that next model and i'm shifting my goal post so phones are maybe a lack but think about a home you've just spent a crore or two crores getting a home you've got it and a couple of years on the line saying i want a four bedroom house my two bedroom will not do i want four but i want something with more amenities i want something with a greater garden i want something with more luxury the moment you've achieved one you're already thinking of the next goal you shifted your goal post you refuse to be content with what you have so this way you are like that rat on the treadmill you're running 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 and not going anywhere and you're going to get exhausted tell me is this going to result in well being it's going to be a life full of stress is it a bad thing to If, want a new thing per se it's tough to say that i am also part of that same race right <laughs> and i would like to justify my own <laughs> longings and <laughs> wants but yes there has to be a ceiling on this at some point of time you have to impose that ceiling on yourself because the world is going to keep on innovating the world is going to keep on throwing new things at you bigger better nicer more expensive stuff 
always you have to put a ceiling on that and say enough is enough let me be content most of the time we are doing more than what is required we are buying more than what we need i've also discovered that i eat more food than i need the last few months where i've gone through an issue with my digestion i've learned to eat lesser but eating lesser has not diminished my energy i feel better yeah <laughs> and the little tummy that i have is gone i'm far better the body needs lesser initially it was a ceiling i realized that ceiling was so comfortable i'm going to continue with it for the rest of my life the individuals will have to just draw their own marginal utility where it starts diminishing that's where we need to stop oh yes yeah and the wealthier you get the marginal utility of that extra rupee earned is lesser and lesser and lesser till at some point of time it has no meaning let's let's stay with that material thing and it is only in the material world we start measuring right should we measure well being first of all if yes what is the yardstick to measure that in our professions we are so used to measurement we are uh, measuring our performance at work and in our business of wealth management we are constantly benchmarking portfolios create a portfolio and then we have to create an appropriate benchmark okay i cannot create say a large cap stock with the mid cap index there are apples and oranges i need to create a benchmark of similar composition so there we have a clear benchmark this is my portfolio of 20 large cap stocks and i will figure it whether i'm doing good or not by looking at what the nifty has done which is also a large cap universe and it's very clear it's uh, as to whether i've done better or worse unfortunately it's not so with well being with well being it's very absolute you have to measure yourself against yourself again if i measure my well being with yours i'm getting a game of relativeness and uh, what do you have that i don't have or what do i have that you don't have so it's not about that well being is to be content with yourself it's a state of equilibrium in a state of equilibrium you're not comparing yourself with anybody else or anything else it's in, it's very internal the day you feel that you don't really look for anything more and you're happy you're contented the addition of anything does, doesn't do anything more to increase your happiness but sharing that increases your happiness then you are in a state of well being somebody who's doing yoga can't compare somebody who's doing meditation you can't compare they, they know by themselves that they're in a better state of mind than they were yesterday i'm not even speaking about the ultimate i'm just speaking day to day am i in a better state of mind than yesterday perhaps that's why they call it state of well being right I mean, it's not <laughs> yes correct <laughs> yeah it's just wealth is measurable yeah then yeah. as we move up from wealth work to well being yeah. yeah. and there is there is no other uh, prefix to it we just call it state yeah uh, because it's it we have to define it for ourselves point i was thinking is the well being we look in words and is it about my happiness or is it about happiness of people around me it's both that state of well being is when you're sharing yes. when you're sharing your and and that means happiness also you're sharing your happiness you're sharing your material wealth you're sharing everything and why you're trying to create happiness around you that equilibrium is what your the internal equilibrium the equilibrium with the outside world both have to be there which was you know in the first couple of minutes of our discussion i said with oneself yeah. with your immediate family and friends and then the extended society and community eventually it is what they say lokakshema you want to be instrumental in creating greater happiness everywhere perfect you've been working with a lot of your clients helping them reach their goals and also in their uh, being a part of their well-being journey you can share a couple of examples where how they perceived this entire uh, uh, journey of wealth worth and well-being we've seen a number of stories of wealth being created okay 
uh, wealth is simply a function of discipline and time and wealth happens okay if these things are allowed so while the journeys of wealth have been more the journey to well being is still a few i have seen uh, clients of ours who are immensely wealthy but not able to find peace of mind it's i i don't think the peace of mind is eluding them because they have done wrong things no they have done no- good things in life they have done things the right way i would say but the attachment to the wealth is what sticks you know binds them still they're not they're, they're not able to let go and find happiness okay that is a journey by itself ability to let go ability to let go doesn't mean giving it all away but being detached from it whereas there are others who have seen creating wealth for themselves creating wealth for the organizations ended up very wealthy and happy with a lot of being in a state of well being what could be the difference between these two i think if we go back to this attraction distraction kind of yeah. thing all right which was an amazing uh, point that came out in our last conversation Absolutely. okay Absolutely. we can go back again and again to it and uh, what is the distraction and what is the attraction okay so if one is working to earn money money is the attraction not the work okay the work becomes a distraction anything that is a distraction is a source of stress if you are eventually loving that work and the work is the source of attraction money follows by itself and when what you are doing is the attraction you achieve a sense of well being you are in consonance with what you are thinking what you are saying and what you are doing when you are in consonance with all of this you are in a state of well being there are no demons inside you to be let out so there are those who i have seen who are we've been fortunate to have as clients have grown as entrepreneurs they have grown their organizations they've created wealth not only for themselves but for all the people who have been with them in the journey their passion was their organization in the process wealth got created and the wealth that got created is far more than what they imagined that they would have earned but it's a by product it was not the product and the wealth that comes as a by product doesn't mean that you disrespect it correct obviously right it's a fruit and all the fruits have to be respected absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and that's what makes us healthy and move up the chain as well yes i i love that super any final words for our audience shikant this is one of the most important uh, topics that we have discovered uh, discussed discovered and discussed <laughs> let me not ignore discovered okay it happened questioning is so important and if you're listening to this podcast i'm hoping that this will be that trigger for you to question yourself what is my purpose in life am i doing what i love because doing what you love is essential to reach well being so i'm hoping that my audience are asking themselves this question right now how do i reach a state of well being thank you again thank you for all your insights and uh, looking forward to the subsequent podcast my pleasure kiran this has been one of the most uh, exciting discussions and i'm looking forward to the future ones So there you go audience thank you very much for being great listeners and thank you for all the questions and uh, the suggestions that you're sending keep them coming in and we'll see you soon in the next podcast thank you thank you for tuning in do drop us a note if you want to hear more on this from our experts or have any clarifications the contact details are given in the description until next time remember all that matters is wealth worth and well being